What's happening? Get ready for us. We're going live. Fellas, it's the chance of the three part life. What's going on? Bruno Diaz from Jersey. He is the sound guru, Captain Literal, mouth like a sailor, the stickler, funny one-liners, the beard. He is a Gemini and he drinks Jack Daniels. Clay Christopher from Tampa. He's Mr. Personality, loved by all. The cruise director, James Earl Jones Jr. Mr. International, the sponge. Clay is a Pisces and he drinks gin, my friend. Darren Lorenzo from Atlanta. He is the smooth talker, soul brother, the creator, the straight shooter, the night charmer, the muscle. He is a Sagittarius and he drinks cognac and much more. I mean, it's cool. I really would yeah. like to cruise and experience. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we do have to take a cruise. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I like about Virgin better so far is that they don't have kids. Yeah. Yeah. 18 and older. That sounds like a great cruise. Of course, the best cruise would be like biking, where I would be the youngest person by decades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you, no fucking kids. No, but you wouldn't listen. Oh, where are you now, Bruno? Like, where is the ship at? Uh, on our way from Galveston to Miami. Tomorrow we were meant to be in the private island, but we've been blown out. So yeah. we're just another at sea. And we actually got blown out of Cozumel because there was a hurricane hitting there on the third day of the cruise. Really? So That's we've a had a bunch of seasons. How's the weather near you right now, Clay? Because you were saying something about the, you thought lights and stuff were going to go out. My, my um, teaching jobs in the morning, my schools are closed. I mean, I'm from the old school of, you know, I won't go out. I will not be going yeah. out unless, you know, COVID or the flu or something I could damage to others or there's damage to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going out. That's the last thing I want is my understudy to go on. I want to do every single show. I see more and more young people calling out of shows just because, you know, they want to go have a day. Like, it's just like a regular job to them. For me, it's, you know, Ethel Merman never called out of a show. <laughs> the Merm never called out. The Merm. <laughs> the Merm never called out. So, and she was singing in a time before microphones. You know, they just had the floor mics. Yeah. <laughs> Personal mics. So she she wasn't going out. So, I mean, I understand that, you know, other people and maybe it's not just maybe it is just me. I would not go out if I could help it. No, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. What I show think, are you doing? Uh, the Colored Museum oh. by George Seawolf. OK, quite intense. It's like it's one of those things you either know it or you don't. It's really exciting. It's a piece that hasn't been done in a long time. And I feel like this is the right time to do it. With all of the stuff that's sort of going on, with race relations, with Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, 
All of this stuff is going on right now. It's so fertile. And this play is a sounding board for that. It is a perfect time to do it. It's not a, yeah. But you know what I found is, because I didn't really know the play all that well until mm-hmm. I started get through for this, but I recognized scenes and I recognized monologues throughout it and I connected. I'm like, oh, of course this comes from this. Or, oh yeah, okay, now mm-hmm. I, I remember this. So, so-and-so did this scene in college. I remember this. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I can't People end that. up doing a lot of monologues from it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so well. Is it a straight play? Yes. Well, there's there's one musical moment, but yes, it's a straight play. Ah, okay. Yeah, it, it, cool. but the musical moment is meant as satire, so it's still ah. the uh, the realm of play. But it's just so yeah. uh, different, and I, it's vignettes. It's it's various vignettes um, going through different times and different um, situations that black people have gone through basically since slavery until the 80s or now the play was written in the 80s so there are things that you can do to update it to look like now you know you could throw a cell phone in here you could (laughs) change here there um this production is really kind of timeless the one that we're doing now it's hard to pin what time frame we're doing it in Mm -hmm. but it's Mm -hmm. like when a show keeps you guessing and it's only 90 minutes no intermission Oh, nice. Okay. So while you're in Tampa for no time. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. really do it. No time, yeah. Well, it's either going to be, you know, I, I'm either going to, so there's two different times. Well, so situations might be about coming back here to either finish this other game show that we didn't finish or finally mm-hmm. set up the in-ear monitor system for Sinormans that we've still been waiting on since the build. We've, we've heard that they've had, to, because of all the, uh, you know, backlogs and everything with ordering, uh, they've had to go to a plan B just because, you know, they, they need something, you know? Um, and it's better late than never. And the cast is going to be gone at the end of January, but we still, you know, they've been waiting on it, waiting on it, waiting on it. So uh, that might be something, another reason why they'll bring me back. If not at the end of this month, then hopefully beginning of next month. Well, I mean, uh, I always say, good you working, man. Yeah. Good yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not complaining. Uh, obviously, yeah. you know, the, the traveling takes its mo- has its moments. Oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah. But what, no, man, what, what, what do you think has more of a moment for you? Is it the flight? Hash brown blessed. Huh? <laughs> what did you say? Say that again? I said hash brown blessed. Hash, hash brown. brown. Okay. <laughs> From, uh, that's from Kimmy Schmidt. Hatch Brown blessed. <laughs> what part of the travel has his most uh, uh, like problems? Is it the flights? The flights. They're, they're making sure that we get there in time, kind of thing, and then and then being under the stress of if I have a connecting flight, am I gonna am I gonna make it in time? Obviously, if you know you're gonna you're gonna have an overnight. Okay, cool. You can deal with some delays here and there. Yeah, of course. Just also, you know, just the the part of getting to the airport as soon as the ship lets you out. But not having a late afternoon, you know, and then and then having a late afternoon flight. So you're basically in the airport for six hours at least. Uh, and some places they won't even let you check in your bags till four hours before. So, you, you know, so that kind of thing gets a little bit of uh, takes its toll, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but no, but I mean, that put that shit aside. Yeah, it's only for a few hours here or there. But in the moment, obviously, it's the most annoying thing. But in the long run, you're like, all right, whatever. So, okay. So I waited at the airport for a couple hours. Okay. Big deal. You know? Do you find yourself uh, taking less and less each time you go on one of these? That's a good question. Taking less and less of what? Luggage, like uh, stuff that you bring. No. No. No, sometimes more because I have been going from one to the other to the other. And it's been a few months at a time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Everyone can laugh at me and say, oh, only like two months. Well, whatever. We usually do six months. Yeah, I've done it too. 
you know i've done eight months, six months whatever it's also not but, a contract that you signed on for so i get it <laughs> You're like no exactly so now i mean we're meant to basically just be here yeah it's two months but that's like four ships in two months yeah. you know mm-hmm. so that's the hurry up that's the pick up and go kind of shit yeah. and sometimes yeah there is time for laundry sometimes there isn't so i i've already like i have at least more than three weeks worth of like underwear and socks that i always pack in mm-hmm. you know uh just in case so that way, if I have to do laundry at, at times, I do it. Most of the time, I try not to. I just bring yeah. enough, you know, for that install period and then go and go home and do my stuff at home. Yeah. Wow. So it's just, you know, getting used to all those things. Um, but and then also, you know, another thing that, that takes a little thing. Sorry. Sorry. You get to keep your uh, your miles, right? Oh, yeah. That's That was oh, always yeah. a perk I remember enjoying my miles yeah you got to remind i mean i had to keep reminding myself like dude make sure you handle this stuff because sometimes it'll be some type of a little mix-up and then you weren't getting them it's like you got to call back and stay online i handled that all oh, no i have i have like three different membership groups or four or whatever all the airlines okay and i'm already gold status on united because that's the main hub in newark okay um yeah so it's been it's been all right with a year filled with delays surging prices and cancellations are you prepared for the busiest travel time of the year? All right, all right, all right. All right. What show are you doing, Darren? And where are you? I'm in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I'm doing a White Christmas. Are you mm-hmm. Bing Crosby? <laughs> no, no, no. So that that those are the he part of the couples. That's uh that's Phil Bob Phil and Bob. Okay. Uh, those are two leads. That was Bing Crosby and forgot who else else who else played it, but yeah. No, I'm not that character. I'm Gen- General Henry Waverly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> All right, I see you, General Waverly. So I just asked today, I was like, what do you guys want me to do with my beard and everything? So I'm still waiting to hear back. And they were like, oh, wait, you're black. There's been a terrible mistake. This is black. <laughs> this is black. <laughs> what we want you to do is just go back home. <laughs> Here's your ticket, sir. We didn't mean to cause you no trouble. Exactly. <laughs> I got an answer about your beard. You keep it, but you keep it at home. Nice. <laughs> Along with the rest of your person, just you know, just yeah. <laughs> no, it's been a fun process, man. I mean, you know, it was definitely um, we were learning parts of the show out of sequence, so the whole line, you know, retaining and everything like that was just kind of weird and off a little bit, you know. And, and the script is written so weird because it's from a certain time, but it's also for a certain demographic. That the speech is so odd, it's almost like. It's not like Shakespeare, but, you know, they just spoke a little bit different. So sometimes it's hard to memorize it because you're expecting that sentence to say something completely different. There was a lot of, like, uh, false sentence endings. And yeah. That's like, hey, Sugar, why don't you run and get me a cup of coffee? And I'll take this in it. You're like, <laughs> take what? Huh. <laughs> take what in it? <laughs> it's just weird stuff like that that just for a minute was kind of like, what? And so... <laughs> The way that you start to learn your lines better is by adding words that don't really belong there, but you can't really do that. So, I mean, you can, but you can't. So yeah. you almost have to use it as a throwaway word. Well, Irving mm. has been dead for how long? You yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but that, for me, that helps my mind make that sense make sense, and I remember it better. So, you know. Just watch some old uh, black and white movies. Yeah, exactly. Watch some Casablanca. Watch some. You know. So it's a lot of uh, a lot of my my sentences begin with. Oh, well, 
Well, you know, and it's, they're not, those are not really worse. It's just to get uh, me into that. Yeah, get you into it. Yeah. I hate, but you know what? I, I, I did an Am, a new set of Amscot commercials last week, and I just realized I'm I'm very grateful for that kind of work. I'm grateful that I get booked for that kind of work, but I'm, I just feel so awful at it. And, you know, it's so hard having everybody on set watching you try to sell but not sell this yeah. company. And everybody's there. The director's like, hmm. Mm, no, I think you're trying to sell it. Uh, do it this way now, uh, or go go down on the end of the sentence. Now go up at the end. Oh, I just like what you did. Um, do that again. What did I just fucking do? I have no. Clue. <laughs> yeah. Just did. Can, Can you tell me what back? I just did? Because I have oh, no. Yeah, idea. bring it, bring it back. Let me see it again. Yeah. yeah this director, though, he, he's so incredible and so patient, and he's somebody that I, I love working with. I was so uh, grateful to get to work with him again. His name is Skeek Allen, and he's just the coolest dude. He makes me feel so comfortable and so i just have to get over my own insecurities because he's doing everything he should as a director even more so to mm-hmm. make me feel comfortable and that is uh that takes off all the extra pressure of course I, yeah. like an asshole director saying nope do it again nope right. wrong do it again fix it even, yeah. even the dp was like no you're doing great you're doing great uh he's like i do think you grace the camera a little bit i'm like i definitely looked right down the lens on that one. <laughs> you can always tell i definitely did lens. that yes <laughs> i definitely uh grazed just a tad um he's like yeah don't do that i'm like god <laughs> i won't look at the camera <laughs> like understood yeah so it's just it, it it's it's difficult but i mean it pays really well like i like commercials yeah. pay really well but it's so hard as like a person who feels like they're classically trained as an actor but you just have to get into that mindset of this is a different type of acting and it and really you feel like that's your nine to five right yeah i mean between voiceovers and getting a lot of commercial work yeah i definitely uh that's good I book a lot of that and it's it's good on the resume and it's a good start a lot of actors start doing you know commercials and then 20 years into their career they're like do you remember doing this commercial on this you know it'll be on uh what, what kelly clarkson or whoever the famous person mm-hmm. is 20 years from now uh yeah that's going to be really interesting what year were you on the epic i was on the epic 2016 and then 2020 Neither have to do with each other. A guy in my cast did the epic, and I was curious if you guys crossed over. But I think he did it way earlier. Yeah, I was on there for six weeks in June of 2016. And then, yeah, I did uh, almost three months on the epic, uh, October to January, right before the shutdown. Or right, yeah, right before the shutdown. Okay. Because I went on vacation. Claire, I remember we were there during the dry dock also when we were first putting on Priscilla. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that was my first I remember time. we went out in France. I, I was there with Cirque people, but yep. we, we went out in France, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was my first time uh, being on uh, one of the mega class ships. And it was a rough few weeks because I was also getting thrown into a job I didn't know how to do. But, you know, you get a little comfortable. That was the, be- that was the beginning of the Toms, right? Because Or was it still company manager? Still, considered? Was still company manager. And then I went to yep. the breakaway that year as company manager. And then the following uh, year I went to I demoted myself to EPM so I could go to Hawaii so I did mm-hmm. uh, C of A for for like 
<laughs> I was about to ask, like, you, you demoted yourself. What? Yeah, I demoted like, myself. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm just not worthy. Just. <laughs> well, I just said, I've already been an EPM before because I. No, I got you. On the sky. So I was like, let me demote myself and get polite. <laughs> but I mean, I was getting paid well because they pay you, like, as if you're there for the whole year in Hawaii. Because well, Bruno, you did something oh, yeah. similar. I don't know if you would call it a demotion, but you, you went back to doing contracts for a second, right? Yes. Yeah, I went back to Epic as TPM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You did because, one complete that, contract or like a half a contract? No, 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 no. I did a like a vacation over the holiday mm-hmm. fill-in um, because I requested a time when normally people want any excuse and every excuse to go home for the holidays. Yeah. So somebody was there, and that was a contract where uh, my girlfriend was meant to. Uh, we were hoping for her to be on the cast and surf. Because um, it was her rotation again to possibly come back in, and everything was lining up. And then last minute, they changed the cast around, so she wasn't on the cast. And then I, I didn't want to be a dick and be a dick about it and be like, "Well, sorry, I'm not going to do it now." Yeah. You know. So I was like, "All right, well, I'll do it for these two months, whatever." And then that's fine. I could be doing freelancing and installs and get one or two weeks, or I can get a full month guaranteed, or you know, within yeah. maybe two months guaranteed. You know, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Every once in a while, that W two work is nice. Yeah. You don't have to worry about. Well, it. yeah, it rounds things off a little bit. Yeah, you are right. I yeah. with the taxes. I uh, yeah. when I posted that I was doing White Christmas, my my tax lady, she's one of my Facebook friends, and she was like, uh, she said, "Thank God," because <laughs> <laughs> she was, yeah. she's like, she always needs that to help my stuff go. She's like. Yeah. All these. <laughs> she said, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> these are the men of 3.5. The gents of 3.5. Well, all right. All right, all right.